Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah. In fact, it's a bigger madhouse than the one that Charlton Heston was talking about. It's a bigger madhouse reality right now in 2021. Uh, We have a, a bigger madhouse than if we were in the cages and the apes are on the other side spraying us down with hoses. As was the case in Planet of the Apes. That was the madhouse. That was the crazy world. Uh, this is way crazier than that. I mean, every, every day, it's more nuts. So welcome to it. Great to have you with us as we, uh, as we make the apocalypse fun. Of course, uh, here's part of the insanity. Yesterday at the end of the show, we told you that, uh, that it snowed in Malibu over the weekend. Yeah. They actually had measurable like precipitation in the form of uh, snow. In Malibu, California. And of course, they had to respond to that because this is what they do. The Environmental Defense Fund wanted you to know that there are four reasons climate change is real, even though it's cold in many places. Uh, Here are the reasons. Okay, so these are the reasons. Climate change is real. Climate change is real. Despite the fact that it's really cold outside and snowing in places where it doesn't usually. All right, good. Number one, well, of course, climate change can increase snowfall. Hmm. Okay. That's That's weird. So climate change can increase snowfall, and I guess climate change can also decrease snowfall, as we heard from many of them about a, well, a couple, I guess it's been a decade and a half ago. We need a climate change strategy, mm-hmm. and we need a right now, climate change right there, right strategy now. badly. Bad, well, badly. Look at the kind of winter we've had. What kind? Look at the kind of winter we've had here in, in Washington. All right. I don't remember what was the last. One snow. One snow. One snow. Three inches. Three mm-hmm. inches. I remember it well. Look at the drought remember that the has drought? come upon this area of the country. Look at that. Look oh, at the drought caused by climate change. During the winter drought. season. Yeah, Mid-Atlantic. What can we expect yeah. for the spring and summer season? What can we expect? What's going to happen to our crops? Uh, I our think livestock. They're all going to be our economy. burned this to death. This is serious. Yeah. Serious. I've lived a long time. That's for 84 sure. 84 years. Something's going on out there. He was young then. Out there. I don't need a scientist to tell me that. Okay. The difference in the winters, the difference, differences in the summers, mm-hmm. in the temperatures, yep. in the water level. Okay. There's something happening, and There's we had something. better be aware of it. Yeah. We had better do something about it. He also remarked that the most optimistic climate models for the second half of this century mm-hmm. suggest that 30 to 70 percent of the snowpack yeah. will disappear. Oh, boy. Wow, that's now, a lot. no wonder we have people visiting our offices. No wonder who are just already hurting. Do you wonder? I don't. I don't wonder. Industry in this nation. Yeah. They see what's happening. They see the sure handwriting on the wall. We have to act. I heard it from uh, the head of our snowmobile association, who testified mm. at a forum that I had uh, with our governor on climate change uh, right. in January because they've seen decreasing snow levels. I hear about it from ice fishermen because mm-hmm. they have seen that it takes longer for the ice to freeze and they can't put their fish house out. Mm. 
Looking at the United States of America, the IPCC clearly warned that unchecked global warming will lead to reduced snowpack in the western mountains, critically Mm -hmm. reducing access to water, which is our lifeblood. Critically. The Sierra Nevada snowpack is the largest source of water. The snowpack equals about half the storage capacity of all of California's man-made reservoirs. Yeah, because they don't have any because they don't make any. The shrinking of the snowpack mm-hmm. will eliminate the water source for 16 million people. Holy cow. The potential consequences will be devastating for our families in the future mm-hmm. and for the world. Yeah, because no now, snow. Now, we're right? seeing the no early snow. warning signs. People can come down to this floor and say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. We've seen melting of snow. We have seen <laughs> uh, melting of permafrost, mm-hmm. increased temperatures, warming of lakes, rivers, oceans, changes in the seasons. The ski industry in, in the Cascade Mountains in Washington mm-hmm. right. essentially was shut down this year. Oh, no. My son's a ski patrolman. He worked for three days this year. Snow there was pack. no snow. No snow. And having no snow is consistent having with what snow, the models snow? predict will become mm-hmm. a significant problem for us in the future. Super significant. I mean, you're going to have to tell your children and your grandchildren what snow was because they won't see it. They yeah. just don't know it. One of them said that, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I just love Boy, it. Boy, the snowpack talking point didn't stick like they had hoped. No, it sure didn't. <laughs> no, it sh- you know why? Because our, our climate is kind of cyclical. It goes in cycles, hmm. if you will. So there's number one. Climate change can increase snowfall, but as you heard from all these Democrats, climate change can also decrease snowfall. So they have it both ways. Either way, you have a lot or you have none. It's still climate change. Both are climate change. <laughs> Okay. Also, a normal winter, just a normal winter, feels a lot colder to us now because they're usually burning hot. (laughs) Average temperatures keep going up. And uh, the fourth reason that climate change is happening, even though it's cold, is that warmer Arctic. (laughs) So warmer Arctic air may worsen cold snaps. But I thought Hmm. we had polar vortexes to worry about now. Yeah, I right? think that's part of the warmer Arctic. No, air that's that's more that cold talking about, air, isn't it? It's just like you said with the snow, no snow. Yeah, we get these polar vortexes, both, super both. cold. Yeah, super cold and super hot. My goodness. And a warmer Arctic worsens cold snaps somehow. And no, no science behind any of this. It no. just is. No, just, just ah. Just send it to your friends. What are you a, cl- uh, a science denier? Is that what you are? I mean, it is. It's just a madhouse. It, or it's called it's weather. Madhouse. Could be just weather. Yeah. And what I love about this is it, it, the snow when it comes in the winter and it's not supposed to, or it goes, it, it's in a place where it never happens, like Malibu. Rarely happens. Then that means so, that means climate change too. Weather weirding. Uh, but but in the summer when it's boiling hot, mm-hmm. nobody says, yeah, that doesn't mean climate change. It always means climate change. Always. It doesn't matter what is happening in the sky. <sighs> By the way, speaking of weather, yesterday I interviewed uh, Janice Dean from Fox & Friends uh, for my podcast, At The Mic. Nice. Um, that will drop uh, in a mm. few weeks. Okay. So be listening for that. Was she's, it interesting? Oh, she's, she's fascinating. Yeah. It's, she's lived a very interesting life mm. uh, from Canada originally. So Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. That'll be fun. At the mic. So we'll be looking for that. Cool. Eventually, right? Yeah. Not now. Well. Soon, but not now. I, I wanted to um, wait until, she's got a new book coming out on March 2nd, so I thought I would wait until March 5th. Oh. Because uh, at the mic's always Is it a every, weather-related every thing? Every Friday. 
No, no. We briefly talked about weather during it mm-hmm. and how I'm grateful that uh, in talking to her, um, in hindsight, I didn't minor in meteorology like I had considered for a while because she told me about all the math involved. Oh, yeah. And thank the Lord I didn't do that because I barely can add. You see sparks uh, flying out of my brain when we're adding simple numbers during this show. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, but she's a lot of fun. I, I look forward to sharing that conversation cool. with the audience. Uh, also, President Biden is uh, directing his team to retool the values the government uses to assess the costs and benefits of combating climate change in a move that could ultimately help his administration justify stricter emission controls. As part of a climate executive order, Mm -hmm. there's been 19 of them so far. Oh, gosh, I don't know how many we're up to now. It's record-breaking, whatever it is. He's just doing whatever he wants. Biden directed federal agencies to review and update the so-called social cost of carbon in an effort to reduce climate pollution. Uh, The metric was initially developed by the Obama administration to quantify the cost of global damages caused by uh, rising temperatures. Federal agencies would then use the value as they assess the overall costs and benefits of regulatory actions. (laughs) So in other words, they're just going to manipulate the numbers. To make everything they decide to do appear critical and and needful, that they had to do that. I'm sorry, it just it's the cost of of this thing because we did the cost analysis. We can't afford not to do. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Can't afford not to do it. Regulations that curb greenhouse gas emissions therefore would uh, produce benefits by avoiding climate related damages. Sure, sure. He directed an interagency. Working group, I love interagency working groups. Mm -hmm. They're so valuable. To produce an interim social cost of carbon carbon value within 30 days. And a final one by January of next year. The same is ordered for nitrous oxide and methane. Hmm. Hmm. Two other greenhouse gases. Methane, yang. There it is, yeah. Methane. There you go. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> less humorous when it's Biden uh, taking control of your life with it. A little. Yeah. A little. That's going to be the case in a lot of these things. Mm. Um, New Mexico's not finding this so humorous right now. No? No, because the, the pause on uh, oil drilling right now is really hampering them. I mean, you're losing jobs all over the place here. Took away the, of course, the Keystone Pipeline jobs. There were 11,000 of those. Now jobs in New Mexico are going to be lost. Texas, North Dakota. I mean, you name the state that does a lot of drilling, and they're going to be hurt by this. 60-day moratorium on new oil and natural gas leases and drilling Mm -hmm. uh, is prompting widespread concern in New Mexico where spending on education and other public programs hinges on the industry's success. Top Republicans in the state, as well as the local leaders and communities that border on the Permian Basin, one of the most productive regions in the U.S., say any moves to make permanent the suspension would be economically devastating for the state. Well, I guess they shouldn't have voted for Biden in New Mexico then. He did win the state, right? Dummies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, half of New Mexico's production happens on federal land and amounts to hundreds of millions of dollars in royalties Whoops. every year. Of course it does. 
So, um, wonder if they, yeah, like you sort of mentioned, I wonder if they should have maybe taken that into consideration before the election. Hmm. By the way, Joe Biden up to hmm. 30 executive orders. Are you kidding me? It was 19 yesterday. I know, it's 30. 30 now. Wow. So, I mean, I'm just scrolling through. Wow. Like George Washington, eight, John Adams, one, Jefferson, four. Uh, it took it mm. took seven presidents to get up to 30 executive orders. William Henry Harrison, zero. What was he like? He was 30 days, right? He's the yeah. guy who died yeah. after his long speech. Got pneumonia or something. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through here. I mean, Trump was 220. Yeah, but that's four oh, years. Four years, right. So Biden on pace for how many? See, this goes back to the math thing. 7,286. 7,286. You heard it yeah. here first. Yeah. He's, he's So how many days has he been in office? Five days? Uh, today is day six. Okay, but he's, he's done 30 over five days. Or four and a half days, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll get back to you. Average of six a day-ish. Okay. You might say. So let's just do 365. What is this thing on? Hello. 365. Uh-huh. Uh... Times uh, six, times four, eight thousand seven sixty. Pilot was really very close. close. All right, you. <laughs> so we're gonna really set close. the over under on. <laughs> wow. We'll set it at because uh, he's got to get a lot of stuff done early. Let's set it at uh, five thousand. All right, five thousand executive orders. <laughs> I'm taking the over. Jeez. Seriously, what a time. You know, and and union workers uh, in the energy sector losing their jobs or a little pissed off uh here's what they had to say they got together had a little press conference right now the the numbers of jobs are, are thousands of jobs there's there's michaels there's precision pipeline um that we've affected that the pipeline was going to be constructed um the actions that were happening recently we were doing station work there's hundreds of guys that got laid off was that tuesday yes a lot of them live in wisconsin Yes. There you go. Okay. Good times for those guys. Already. Jobs are gone. 888-900-3393. I got some news to share about our friends at Patriot Mobile. They just expanded their coverage dramatically. So that makes it even easier for more Americans to dump the big name carriers who uh, charge way too much and then donate a lot of the money that they make to left-wing causes. That's why we're proud here to partner with Patriot Mobile because they never they've never sent a penny to the left. They don't want to silence you and they're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Plus you can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the larger providers but charge a lot less. And they make switching really easy. You can keep your phone number, you can keep your phone, or you can switch both, whatever you want to do. And you can build your own bundle and save a bunch of money right now with multi-line discounts and and savings that you can do whatever you want with, you know, for now. Until Biden figures out a way to take the savings from it. <laughs> uh, just go to patriotmobile.com slash pat or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. And this month, get free premiere activation where they set up the phone for you and you'll get a special gift when you use the offer code PAT. patriotmobile.com slash pat. That's patriotmobile.com slash pat. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed.
888-933-93, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, the good thing is that President Biden getting together with leaders all over the world, and they all have kind of the same plan. Hmm. Let's bring America down. And so that we're we're all on level playing field. So we're on the same yeah, page again. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, we're on the same page that we were on right. under Obama. A four-year hiatus yeah. of putting our country's America first. first right now. And now it's put America last again. And so we're going to we're going to bring America down so that we can be on a level playing field with the rest of the uh, world. Return to normalcy. Finally. Finally. And they all have the same darn a theme to it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's not just Biden saying build back better. Check this out. It's a very pertinent question to ask how do we build back better. Build back better or whatever. We have a chance to reset the clock and build back better than before. (laughs) To build back better Hmm. than before. Remember the the terrible damage of COVID as we try to build back from this uh, global pandemic. Joe Biden calls it build back better. Build back better. Building back better. To do things differently. Oh. To build back better. I We're going to build it back better. Yeah. And build it back better. Wow. My plan to what build back better. Uh, start taking all the problems that have been created in right. education, mental health, and start to, to build back in a positive way. Oh, he missed I better, though. launched a mm. booklet called Build Back Better, written after coronavirus. Have you? Okay. Well, there it's it is. It's about building this country back. back. Better. 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 Growing conspiracy following it. It is called The Great Reset. An unprecedented <laughs> opportunity to rethink and reset the ways in which we live. The Great Opportunity a, for, for a Reset. Second. Is there a bigger turd on this planet than Charles? Ah, he is agonizing. I'd like to answer that question. There's a bigger turd? Uh, No, I was just going to answer your question. No, there is not a bigger turd than Prince Charles. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, let's see. The The theory even calls Mr. Biden's campaign slogan, Build Back Better, a front for the conspiracy. Hmm. Build back better. Building back better better. our economy. Build Back. back Better. All elements of the Great Reset mm-hmm. are fundamental to building wow. the future we need. Pause it. Did it's you notice it? He actually used the Great Reset, too. A lot of them have started to the mix gre- it in there, yeah. Yeah, they're all throwing reset in there somewhere, mm-hmm. but the, the Great Reset, they're admitting they're see, admitting to that, they're talking about that, they're talking about this Build Back Better thing. Like, they didn't all get together and decide this? Right. See, the Great Reset is Build Back Better version 2.0. Yeah. And so they're just kind of mixing it in a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's so, a conspiracy. Yeah, that's a conspiracy. They, they, they're all the working right. together. And, right. right. That's just silly. Uh-huh. That's silly. You guys are crazy. Uh, is there more? All elements of the Great Reset are fundamental to building the future we need. Back, Back better. better. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. Oh. Wow. It's a big effort. To some would say to build back, back better, we would say to really have a great reset. Blech. So I mean, people thing. who can't even, who can barely speak English are saying it. Jeez, I mean, everybody's in on it. Yeah, a couple, Go back better. Yeah, that, that main guy there at the mm. end and uh, Boris Johnson. A couple of them had to check their notes. 
when they're looking at the camera. Wait, what am I supposed to call this? They, oh, they that's right. Build, build back, back better. Build back better. Better. Yeah. Okay. Quite. Yes. Quite. Yeah, we're, we're, we're screwed Quite. on an international scale. <clears throat> if that doesn't tell you a lot, I, I don't know what will. That they've all gotten together, and there is this decision to uh, push this great reset, which is going to build back economies better because it's not going to be capitalism anymore. It's that's not the capitalism is not their plan. Hey, we tried that and uh, obviously that didn't work. It only pulled like six billion people out of poverty. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't work at all. Is is every person on this planet out of poverty? No, I rest my case. We got to we've got to do the Great Reset and we have to build back better. And they're fine with. Every mm. human being being on lockdown for the rest of their lives. Oh, of course they are. Easier to govern and control that you way. You better believe it. So, And then you keep them dependent on the government for the handouts because they can't do it for themselves. They got nowhere to go. Yeah, and I just saw the average renter is several months behind on rent right now. The average debt for people paying for their housing is $5,600 in this country. In this country. And they're going to build back better gonna, yeah. and give us that right. great reset with a justification better. of helping us out after they have mm-hmm. decimated our society through their policies and mandates. It's crazy. It is unbelievable what's going on. So, uh, just a little reminder, we got to stand up to it. Um, and, wow, if this doesn't alert all of us to how important the midterms are going to be this time, to try to stop some of this madness. Of course, he's done 30 executive orders. He'll just keep doing those. You have faith in the That's voting system? I, you know, I can't, I can't live in that world where uh, I believe there's no hope. So, yes. Okay. So, yes. so then here, here we go. This would be a good poll question. So, if you don't mm-hmm. want to answer, fine. I'll, you can just, you can just have a uh, secret vote later on Twitter. Why don't we put up a vote? Do you have more faith in the vaccine? Or America's voting system right now? <laughs> oh. That's huh? a tough one. That's a that tough is one, a huh? tough one, right? That's a tough one. Oh, we'll be looking for it at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. All right. We're going to put that up. Yeah, you <laughs> have to put some noodle effort to that. Oh, boy. Uh, Tucker Carlson was talking about H.R. 1. Do you know what H.R. 1 is? It's their first bill that they're trying to pass right now, and it's got some really interesting provisions. And uh, Tucker talked about... Uh, some of them last night, here he is. We're not overstating any of this. H.R. 1 would literally enshrine fraud. Speaking Here's of a direct voting. quote from that legislation. Quote, okay. a state may not require an individual to provide any form of what? identification as a condition of obtaining an absentee ballot. Pause it for a second. Any form. That is crazy. So a state may not require a citizen to provide a- an ID of any kind. Uh, when you're trying to get a mail-in ballot. <laughs> that is amazing. Why Why would you do that? Their excuse will be, well, because uh, minorities, you're disenfranchising minorities if you make them show ID. Like, again, the continuing minorities don't have ID uh, fraudulent theory. Of course, do you ever see minorities driving in vehicles? It must mean they have a driver's license, right? Mm. That's a form of ID. I don't, I don't know if Democrats are aware of that. But uh, black people and Hispanics, 
Native Americans, Asians, seem to be able to drive, which requires them to have ID. So for something that isn't a right, driving, they must have an ID. But uh, not when you're going to go vote. Don't worry about that. That's just one of the most important things we do as Americans is vote. And But you needn't prove that you are a citizen or that you're in good standing or whatever the case may be. They can't require it of you at all. All right. Check this out from Tucker. Of identification. No identification whatsoever. Nor can signatures be validated. Here's another direct quote what? from H.R. 1. Why? Quote. A state may not require notarization or witness signature or other formal authentic authentication, other than a voter's word for it, as a condition of obtaining or casting an absentee ballot. Under H.R. 1, paid political operatives could freely go house to house, apartment to apartment, collecting unknown thousands of ballots, then dump them all at a ballot drop box. Is that a problem? And no one would have any idea if those ballots had been tampered with at any point along the way, nor hmm. would there be any way to prove it if they had been tampered with. And by the way, H.R. 1 also makes it harder for election observers to file complaints about any of this because complaining is racist. <laughs> a system like that is suicidal for a democracy. No other free country would tolerate it. France and Canada don't tolerate it. They have banned mail-in ballots. They don't want fraud. By the way, neither does Amazon.com. It's a real company. Yeah, this I love. Jeff Bezos, who owns it, is strongly for mail-in voting when mail-in voting allows his parties to take control of everything. Mm -hmm. You're a bigot if you oppose that. But when it comes to union elections in his own company, elections that might require Jeff Bezos to pay his long-suffering workers decent wages and benefits, Jeff Bezos is totally opposed to it. Jeez, this is incredible. That's just, I mean, the hypocrisy and the madness of it all. It's a man I, and this is HR one. HR one. Now, first bill of the new Congress. I may, I may have this wrong. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't find it. But Thomas Massey tweeted a couple weeks ago when Congress started the new session, his advice to freshman lawmakers that are in the minority, such as the Republicans, um, don't vote for single digit bills. And I think, I think the the thought mm -hmm. process was this is the highest priority of the party in power. This is what Nancy Pelosi is putting forth first. Yeah. HR 1. Right. That's a good rule of thumb. Don't vote for that. I may get that screwed up, Thomas Massey, but uh, <laughs> there you go. That's their big priority is to right. weaken our voting system. Okay. Yeah. They're just going to... They're All the techniques they used in this last election, they just want to make that permanent. And make that consistent throughout the country. And as uh, Tucker, Tucker uh, claimed in part of this, um, they're trying to turn the entire country into California and the California rules for voting. And that's just not going to work for us. So, uh, again, time to stand up and make your voice heard. Yeah. And again, you have more faith in our voting system or the vaccines. You have to pick one. It's a tough one. It's so hard, man. Yeah, it's a really be the most impossible poll we've ever put up. It'll be up momentarily at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> All right, uh, I got to do a little research too into which of the vaccines is having more side effects and more problems. I'm hearing Moderna more. I often. think uh, me too. Okay. I think it's Moderna's. Uh, but aren't they both two-step process? Uh, no, I think is Moderna just one shot or is it two? 
Maybe it's just one shot and it's a higher dose and that's why it's causing more problems. Oh, it is too? Both of them? All right. Mm-hmm. Huh. Corby says too. So much for that theory. Well, I don't know. Because didn't Bill Gates say... Yeah, he said it was a high dose. It yeah. Was, uh, yeah. And that, but that was okay because the FDA said it was okay and they're the gold standard in the world. This is the part where I'm like, okay, as a uh, producer of a talk show that discusses this stuff, I should probably know which one is which as far mm-hmm. as um, uh, two-step process or one or whatever. But it's like, as, a, as an American citizen, I've just said, I'm never getting them, so I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even look into it. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I read enough to know that they suck, in my opinion. I think the... The main difference that I know about the two is the storage on one is colder than the other. <laughs> Which one's not, that? The Pfizer, Pfizer storage cold. has to be almost 100 below zero. Okay. Moderna only needs four below zero. Moderna's the one that caused that nurse to have the shakes nonstop. Yeah, right. I know that. Right. Gosh, At least I wonder how she's doing. That's what she suspects. I'd like to see a follow-up to that to see if that ever stopped. Because she was, was going in for shock therapy. Yeah. That was her hopeful solution last week. Sheesh. 888 More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Thanks for being here. 888 Got some tweets. DMXDM. We just got 12 to 16 inches of global warming in central Iowa. Wow. Followed up last week's blizzard. Uh, spoiling duck. Can someone remind me what the ideal temperature of the planet is? I keep forgetting. Yeah. Uh, less warm than it is now. It's, I guess. That's not very specific. Yeah. No? I know. I know. Mm. But... Here's the thing. The warmer it gets, I mean, within reason, the better it is for growing, I don't know, food. (laughs) So uh, this is all actually, this has been good for the planet because we're growing more food, Food. which feeds people. So, you know, if it was going up at a rate of five degrees every decade or something, you, yeah, then you'd be freaked that's uh, just so agonizing uh hail steelworks regarding the voting voting changes uh tweets these states need to tell the feds to go pound sand and keep drilling yeah <laughs> yeah i know but, but not these, for oil that's right not no verboten. no 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 not for fossil fuel <laughs> which i don't believe it is but uh, oh, i love this theory we haven't we haven't done this in a while we haven't, no. Tell, tell us uh, I, the Pat Gray theory on where oil comes from. Uh, it's a naturally occurring goo. So in other words... The, it just springs up in the in the earth. We've always been taught that mm-hmm. it's fossil fuels because it's created from, right? Uh, right, decaying, fossilized decaying bones mm-hmm. and leaves Matter. and uh, all the elements. But that Pat Gray... But me? No, I think... I mean, we. how many times have we hit peak oil? Right. Starting in like 1920. Well, here we are at 2021, and we're still finding massive reserves of oil. I kid you not. I remember a textbook in fifth grade, Bernie Elementary School, Smyrna, Georgia. I recall a chart in that book that showed all the different countries and when they would hit peak oil. Yeah. And the furthest one out there, because it was so far in the future, because it was Mm -hmm. like 1990, 2000, 2010, maybe a couple countries was 
2020, I, I haven't heard of countries running out of oil coming out of their ground. That's because they haven't. Nobody's run out of it. <laughs> we keep finding massive reserves that we just can't believe are there. And we can't believe they're there because everybody assumed these are fossil fuels, that there were they were finite. Mm-hmm. and that they weren't sustainable. I think it is sustainable, and I think it just continually occurs. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know how it happens necessarily, but I do believe that it's a natural uh, process that happens. And, I mean, you, you can't just keep finding all of these, you know, the, the Bakken oil reserve and the Permian Basin and all of these things that we've discovered over, over the years. Utah has massive reserves in shale and otherwise. And so, what's well, coming from someplace, and I don't believe it's dinosaurs. So, I like it. That's my theory. I like it. I do too. I mean, <laughs> it makes more sense than these... It does. Green New Deal plans and, and all of the yep. science backing that proposal. And spending $100 trillion to avoid fossil fuels. Uh, for what? So that we can have some crappy system that doesn't work, like wind or solar. I mean, if wind and solar were efficient and trustworthy and reliable at all times, I'd be all for it and affordable for people, actually. If they try to buy a solar uh, roof, for example, put solar panels all over your house. Let's see how much that costs you. Not only that, but they look like garbage. Yeah, yeah they do. I'm yeah, sorry. Do. Just, I mean, unless you are... Way out, three miles from the road. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see that. Right. (laughs) And, you know, maybe someday they will be more reasonable. Maybe they'll be smaller. Maybe they'll be more attractive. Maybe they'll work better and more efficiently. If they actually looked like shingles instead of big boxes on top of your shingles, (laughs) maybe I would be interested. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's not like conservatives are opposed, I don't think, to solar and wind. It's just that they're not viable. 888-900-3393. Also, add Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We got uh, Pathead Dipstick. Dal- Dipstick Dallas tweeted, uh, I received this message uh, all of a sudden after I've owned this app for a year. Oh, so he had the Bible app on his phone. And then he gets, and maybe it was just a coincidence or something, but boy, I don't know. And Google sent him a warning. Right. Uninstall harmful app. Uh-huh. Bible may be harmful. Uninstall. Bible may be <laughs> harmful. Just that line. <laughs> Has anybody else seen the Bible app? A uh, warning label from Google? I'd like to hear about it. Huh. That's kind of weird. Let's see here. Hang on. Do yes. you have the Bible app? Yeah, I had to check. Cause oh, you do? Jeffy convinced me to put it on my phone. That's how he gets his morning started. Um, <laughs> and uh, I haven't gotten the warning. So, uh, Huh. Okay. Huh. Maybe... Who knows? They're coming after you. little warning from Tulsi Gabbard as well. Uh, she issued a stark warning about the proposed bill to combat domestic terrorism. This is great. I mean, a Democrat that speaks out like this. She's brave, man. This just doesn't happen as a rule. I mean, all she's doing is speaking common sense, yet it's like an oasis in a democratic desert. Exactly. Uh, she was on Fox News primetime and talked about legislation with Brian Kilmeade that she made it clear she's concerned the legislation could be used to undermine civil liberties. We got uh, the video on that if you want to hear. Let's hear it. 
We don't have to guess about where this goes or how this ends when you have people like former CIA director John Brennan openly talking about how he's spoken with uh, or heard from appointees and nominees in the Biden administration who are already starting to look across our country uh, for these types of movements similar to the insurgencies they've seen overseas that, in his words, he says, make up this unholy alliance of religious extremists, uh, racists, bigots, uh, he lists a few others, and adds at the end, even libertarians. So Jeez. when you look at their process and they start looking at, okay, how do, what characteristics right. are we looking for as we're building this profile of a potential extremist, uh, what are we talking about? A li religious extremist, are we talking about uh, Christians, evangelical Christians? What is, an, mm. what is a religious extremist? Is it somebody who's pro-life? I mean, what... Where do you where do you take this? Uh, you start looking at okay, well, obviously you have to be a white person. Obviously, likely male libertarians. Well, if anybody who loves freedom, liberty, maybe has an American flag outside their house, or uh, people who you know attended a Trump rally. Uh, once you start walking this down the path, you see where it leads to a very dangerous undermining of our civil liberties, mm -hmm. our freedoms in our constitution, and a targeting of almost half of the country. Yeah, it's chilling. That's that's chilling. Uh, because it is. It's becoming a red flag to Democrats. If you have an American flag flying in front of your house, if you're a patriot, if you talk about the constitution, then you're a zealot, you're a radical, you're a xenophobe, you're a racist, you're a hater. You're a white supremacist. That's got to stop. Yep, and this is 15 years ago, and we had the discussion of what you got to define what a terrorist is in the law. Because yeah. back then, everyone was like, oh, 9-11, we're talking about Islamic history. That's, that's what a terrorist is. And several of us were screaming, define it, mm -hmm. or else what's about to happen is going to get a lot here. Of people. And here we are. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, even Bill Maher has talked about this stuff, uh, and he he talked uh, again in his on his last broadcast uh, had some actually made some more sense, which is pretty amazing because it's happened a couple of times in the last few weeks. <laughs> um, he was asking if racism in America is really the huge problem that radicals have been saying it is, and of course, the answer is no, it isn't. He said, so am I wrong to not want to see race all the time? Because that's how I was brought up. Like, that's what a good liberal does, is you don't see race. And now they've switched it all around, and I'm bad because I don't see it all the time. And is ubiquity even effective to make people aware of this issue at every turn? So, uh, Camille Foster, who's a podcaster, a black podcaster, chimed in. And he said that the left endeavors such things as diversity and inclusion training and talking often about racism and discrimination actually can make people presume that racism exists in places that it doesn't. Mm. Exactly right. Exactly right. And thank you, Bill Maher, for another little piece of common sense. Pretty amazing. Foster then said, uh, you have to acknowledge that racism is a subjective allegation, right? I can presume intent on your behalf, whether or not it's actually there, and that's a major defect, and I don't want to be the object of your special concern, Bill, or anyone else's. I'm an individual, and that's what's important. 
So every once in a while, and sometimes it's a couple in a row, <laughs> like this, that Bill Maher makes a little sense. Uh, pretty sad when Bill Maher is the voice of reason on the left. That's incredible. All right, let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. If you're trying to sell your home, maybe you're buying a home, maybe you're doing both because you're relocating to a new area, you got to have somebody you can turn to and somebody you can trust. It's really important because they're going to help you make a lot of decisions along the way that are going to determine whether or not you sell your home quickly and for the most amount of money. Whether or not you need to repaint or make some changes in the house or Maybe you need to remodel the kitchen or a bathroom or whatever. That's usually where the big money uh, comes, is when the bathroom and the kitchen are something special. But these realtors have the experience and the know-how and the track records to be able to advise you in a uh, way that's going to help you sell quickly and for the most amount of money. It's Glenn's company, and so they vet these agents really carefully. The name really kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Plus, they're all fans of the show. So you got a lot in common when you're driving around looking for homes. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Uh Uh-oh, there's a kook in the White House press corps now. And his name is Peter Ducey. And uh, he's, uh, <laughs> he's done the unforgivable. He's asking tough questions of a Democrat uh, communications director. I'm loving this stuff. It's so great. Mm-hmm. He uh, asked Jen Psaki about Biden's new travel restrictions yesterday. Oh, When President Trump was imposing travel restrictions in March, specifically on China, then candidate Biden called it xenophobic and fear-mongering. So... Now, President Biden is putting travel restrictions on people coming in from other countries. What word do we use to describe that? Well, I don't think that's quite a fair articulation. Uh, The president has been clear that he felt the Muslim ban was xenophobic. He overturned the Muslim ban. Uh, He also, though, has uh, supported, um, and he himself, even before, or we did, I should say, even before he was inaugurated, steps, uh, travel restrictions in order to keep the American people safe, uh, to ensure that uh, we are getting the pandemic under control. That's been part of his policy. But he was critical of the former president for having a policy that was not more comprehensive than travel restrictions. And he conveyed at the time, and more recently, the importance of having a multifaceted approach, mask wearing, vaccine distribution, funding in order to uh, get 100 million shots in the arms Nothing of Americans. Nothing to do with the, the question. Hundred. Nothing to do with the question. Wait, but she did say that Biden's, what'd you say, um, it wasn't comprehensive <clears throat> enough, uh, Trump's wasn't? Yeah. So, so, the, so he should have banned more people? Right, so Biden's was more xenophobic? <laughs> That's a weird response. No, it's not xenophobic because he... He's allowing all Muslims in. That's fine. Okay. But now he's keeping white people out from European countries. So that's okay. That's why it's not xenophobic, I guess. I, I don't know. That was really a bizarre answer. <sighs> well, he let, he's letting Muslims come in. Uh, okay, yeah, but that wasn't the question. Why is he stopping other people from coming in when well, that was xenophobic? If he did it! I don't think that's a fair articulation of it, Pat. No, I, it's an absolutely fair articulation. It's exactly... The question that needs to be asked because they were all upset. They were all up in arms over it. And now he's doing the same thing. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Like Except it. on the border. Don't worry about the border. 
I mean, the, you know, obviously the uh, caravans can come. Down the caravan is on its way. Right, and that's that's only like twelve to fifteen thousand people. Don't worry about those caravans, because they can they can come right on in anytime they want, and uh, and that doesn't matter. So if I cross the border <clears throat> illegally mm-hmm. today, yeah, with that order, executive order, whatever, that just says release them. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So if I get picked up by the border patrol. Why do they even bother picking me up at this point? What a waste of time! If you, if well, because they give you a ride to civilization. So if they, I see. Yeah, they pick, they pick you up we, and they give you a ride. We are too nice. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we're ridiculous. <laughs> it's just stupid, man. So don't come in here from France. Don't you dare. But if you're coming from Mexico or Guatemala or Honduras, where COVID nineteen is completely out of control and everyone knows it. And then you got 15,000 people you're not even going to check as they come across the border. Ah, don't worry about it. It is so amazing the, the many creative ways that the left and this administration in the past week uh, come up with to destroy our country. <laughs> you know, whether it's mm-hmm. through, you know, catch and release, yep. who knows who is being released into our country mm-hmm. or destroying jobs through, you know, banning pipeline construction and drilling mm-hmm. to this Green New Deal, Great Reset, bullcrap, transgender bathroom, mandates, lockdowns. My gosh, they're creative in, they, in how they destroy us. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. Anyway, happy Tuesday. You have to admire it, don't you? I mean, it's almost yeah. laudable <laughs> how good they are at destroying this country. Mm, and they don't quit, man. Ah, oh, man. Also, a progressive Christian author trips over herself uh, apologizing for the inaugural prayer where she had the audacity what? to thank God for giving us this land. No, How she dare didn't. you? Yes, she did. Stop it. Yes, she did. She threw the organizers of the uh, event under the bus because apparently she's just reading what they gave her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just following orders. Jen Hatmaker. Oh, I'll bet you in the past, yep. her family made hats. Oh, I thought you were going to say candles, but okay. Uh, nope, I oh, bet it was hats. Uh, <laughs> she got the opportunity to lead a group of fellow left-wing progressive faith leaders in prayer Thursday at the National Prayer Service. Uh-huh. Uh, and now she's apologizing because uh, she dared thank God for giving America the land we have, which obviously he didn't. We Stole it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she went on to, to make good oh, with her that's apology. Unreal. Talk about how we're actually a white supremacist nation. From oh our my founding. gosh! So she's made up for that egregious error of thanking God for the land. It's a madhouse. It's a madhouse. Cardi T, if requiring an ID infringes on one's right to vote, what should we make of ID requirements and waiting periods for firearms purchases? Uh Uh-huh. As a gun owner, I feel disenfranchised. From Pat's Baby Seal Club VIP room, Pat the (laughs) Stork is bringing the oil, you silly goose. Oh. All right. That's where we get our oil now. Yeah. And then they just drill it with their 
beaks into the ground? Is that, is that how that works? I, I don't know. Uh, Carl Smith, with millions of barrels of oil produced every day, does anyone really know how many dinosaurs it takes to make a barrel of oil? I don't. Uh, pew, pew, one pew. In high school, in the late 90s, I was taught that most of the planet would be underwater by 2000. What happened? Same thing that happened to all the rest of their predictions. They were completely wrong. Yep. Uh, I was just telling you about this progressive Christian author uh, who did the prayer at the National Prayer Service. And she actually thanked God for giving us this land. And then she apologized profusely for it on social media. Uh, She took to Facebook last Thursday after the event to reveal just how sorry she was. And the line in the prayer made her stomach hurt all day. And she really, really wanted people to know that she didn't write that line. That was the evil organizers. I was proud to offer the final liturgical prayer, which was written by the organizers to serve as an anchor, she said. I have one regret and thus apology. The very first sentence, thank God for giving us this land as our heritage. <laughs> he didn't. Ooh. He didn't give us this land. We took this land by force and trauma. It wasn't an innocent divine transaction in which God bestowed an empty continent to colonizers. This is a shiny version of our actual history. If God gave us this land to, to, gave this land to anyone, it was to the native community who always lived here. Wait, which tribe, though? Yeah, and by the way, they didn't always live here. <laughs> yeah. When... You know, so they, they eventually, I mean, sometime in the far back past, they came here, like everybody else, over the land bridge, by canoe, swimming. I don't know, but they weren't always here. And then when they got here, they An ended up idiot. killing each other. Uh-huh. So there's always been wars for land. Yes, that is correct. I absolutely believe that we, uh, that God did give us this land. I, I absolutely, you'd never convince me otherwise. Uh, but her, she's, and if you feel this way, you feel you're living on stolen land, why are you here? Get out. You should leave the country, seriously. Where, where should they go? Like, where should the Where it hasn't been stolen? White liberal who hates themselves, mm-hmm. that was born and, and their raised country. in America, yeah. hates it here, Yeah, hates everything, everything that they think did. it stands for. Right. Where, where should they go? Like, where, where, where would they go where that would assuage their guilt? To a place of purity and pristine wonder, uh, like China, maybe communist China. North Korea is a North nice Korea, place, right? Venezuela is beautiful this time yes. of year. Yes. It's great. See your grand experiment in action. And of course, they didn't steal the land from anybody. They've been there forever. Thank you. So, there you go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I, I Seriously, if you feel that way about this country, why are you here? Get out. I would hate it, man. Yeah. Uh, you I shouldn't would... be paying taxes to the government of this country. Uh, seriously. <laughs> oh, man. Those taxes, by the way... A good, good number of those taxes going to a Dr. Anthony Fauci. I don't know if you heard this, but it was just it's just just been released that in 2019, which is the latest year uh, that we know about federal salaries. Uh, in 2019, Dr. Anthony Fauci made four hundred seventeen thousand six hundred eight dollars. Wait a minute, what does the president make? Four hundred thousand dollars. I thought that was. 
<clears throat> he is the highest paid federal employee in the nation. Thought, Out of all four million, including the president of the United States, Fauci is the highest paid person. But I thought the president was always the highest paid. Yeah, apparently not. And also a little nugget in there that kind of flew by. Mm-hmm. Four million federal employees? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's that's a couple of federal employees. And then you wonder why the government is so bloated and ridiculous. Uh, but Fauci was being interviewed by uh, Matthew McConaughey recently. Oh. And McConaughey asked him this. Question about, do you have millions of dollars invested in a vaccine? What a great question. For, do you have millions of dollars invested in a vaccine? <laughs> Oh, what a awesome. good question. What a good question. What do we question. get? Let's hear. <laughs> Matthew, no. I got no. zero. I'm zero. a government worker. He's a government, a government salary. Yeah. That's okay. it. That's All the right. end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's ridiculous, Matthew. I'm a government employee. I'm at a government salary of just $417,608. I <laughs> I don't have money to invest in vaccines <laughs> wow that was a lot of laughing by the good doctor there sure was before he finally settled on an answer yeah <laughs> not, not as much as not that i'll ever tell you <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, so he tried to he tried to claim poor mouth like I'm just a lowly paid government worker, you know, <laughs> on a salary of four hundred and seventeen thousand dollars a year. I yeah, you not not your strongest card, Doc. No. When, when you when you're like oh, I'm just a government employee, I I just make seventeen thousand six hundred eight dollars more than the president of the United States makes. That's all. I mean, <laughs> Man, I don't have extra money to Come invest. <laughs> I got, uh-uh. I'm like hand to mouth, uh, every Ser- paycheck. I, Seriously, just say uh, no. I I don't, Matthew. I don't. And then you have to go with the I'm a government employee. Yeah. How am I able to invest in anything? Which I'm sure, as soon as that happened, somebody dug into the mm-hmm. into the federal uh, pay archives and found out that yeah, he's he's a government worker, all right. Oh. Highest paid in the in the country out of four million of them. Incredible. Wow. Incredible. Plus, uh, what do you want to bet he gets a raise uh, from Biden? Uh, I'll bet he does. And that was 2019 numbers. Yeah, that was 2019. Because we all know that that he really earned his keep in 2020. Didn't he, though? Oh, my goodness. Because he was dead on every time. So good. He was dead on the money every time. And I really appreciated that because he told us (laughs) masks are stupid. We don't need to do that here. And, in fact, Americans don't need to worry about the virus at all. At all. So... And then it was no, no, yeah, uh, you do. You need to. You need to wear a mask. And now I think he's saying, "Oh, in, I don't know." Is, is he agreeing on the two mask thing? Yes, yes, he's agreeing on the two mask thing. He says he wears a mask whenever he's out of the house in public. He says, mm. especially when I'm near people. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. You're either wearing it all the time when you're out in public, or you're wearing it when you're near people. Not especially when you're near people, <laughs> bro. And we know that's a lie because you mm-hmm. sat next to your wife and a friend at the Washington <coughs> Nationals game, and you were the only tool not wearing a mask. Yeah, I think 
the people on both sides of him were uh, wearing masks, right? But yeah. he was—he had a naked face. Oh, uh, it's when I eat and he drink. Had a naked face. You weren't eating and drinking. You were holding your phone and laughing with people next to you. That's not eating and drinking. Oh, this guy! I can't take it. There he is. There he is. There's one. There's no, one shot. Look, down. he's not even doing anything. Right. He's just literally sitting there. Oh, his wife doesn't have it on no, at that no. point either. And do we have the one? Maybe we don't have the one where huh. he's playing with his phone and stuff and his mask is off. I don't guess we do, but my word, this guy. Plus, he's privileged enough to go to the Washington National game when Thank most you. people could not. Thank you. And they were terrible this year. I'm happy for that, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> oh, look at him. See? <laughs> Let's talk and laugh. No mask for me. And then the other two have the mask on. And uh, what is he about to eat the phone? Is that what? Did we catch you in middle of bite there of your phone? That's uh, so great. Can't take this guy. Well, the hypocrisy is just, it's so out of control from virtually every one of these people. Just like last week with Biden at the Lincoln Memorial, not wearing a mask at all. He didn't even have it pulled down. He it, just didn't have it. And his whole family, they were there as well. Well, that was a celebration. Not wearing a mask, yeah. So that's why he didn't have to wear it, because it was a celebration. Tom Brady won a game on Sunday to send him to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And he didn't have a mask on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But, I mean... Is that a celebration? To me... uh, Oh. I think it is. Oh, okay. I think it is a celebration. Yeah. Well, it wasn't considered a celebration to the same people that excused Biden. No, that's right. (laughs) That's for sure. Uh, Speaking of NFL quarterbacks, you read the... Aaron Rodgers talking about maybe not coming back to the Packers next year. I, you know what? I saw a headline. I forgot to read it. Yeah. So, um, what what's happening? Is He's he... saying the whole team might. You know, he doesn't know if Aaron uh, Jones is going to be there. Uh, the other, who knows? There, there are other stars. Uh, Devontae. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and and him. I mean, it could be a completely different really? team next year. Yeah, they could completely fall apart now. That would be. I mean, Jordan Love. As quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. So wait, where, where's, where's? Uh, That's not ideal. Where's he gonna go, Aaron? Rod- is he gonna go well, work full time for State Farm? He could be an <laughs> yeah. insurance salesman. Uh, he signed with the Packers for through 2023. Is he really? <clears throat> but I guess they get some salary cap relief if he leaves. Okay, I've got it figured out. So they might trade him. I know where he's going. Where is I've, he going? I've got it figured out. Here we go. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers, we agree, is uh, always likes to show up whoever didn't believe in him, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or whatever. He's, he, he, he has a chip on his shoulder. So Detroit's quarterback, Matthew Stafford, is leaving there. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Rodgers is going to go to Detroit so he can play the Packers twice a year, try to win the NFC North, and show up the Packers. Uh, if he's disgruntled, I mean. That'd be very similar to what Favre did with the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, That would be interesting, actually. I uh, don't want to see that happen. <laughs> would you be a Lions want, fan? Uh, I I would, you know, I, I rooted for Favre because of the way I felt like he was treated on the way out. Uh, oh. But would I, for Aaron Rodgers, nah, I don't know. He's kind of douchey, as I've said multiple times. He's kind of douchey. Kind of douchey. That sums it up nicely. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. 888 Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. What states would you think people are moving out of the most um, in 2020? According to U-Haul, that is. The top 10 growth states. So these are the states people are headed to, not from. Correct. Correct. 
So people are rushing from their crappy states to these particular states for a reason. I wonder if you could guess uh, what the reason is. Okay. Are you going to do a countdown? Uh, yeah, let's 10? start at 10. All right. At number 10, uh, the state of Georgia. Hmm. Moving into. At number 9, moving into North Carolina. Hmm. Okay. Number 8, Nevada. Mm-hmm. At number 7, Missouri. Uh, Colorado is number 6. Then hmm. Arizona at 5. 4 is Ohio. What? Number three, Florida. Number two, kind of surprised this isn't number one, Texas. Uh huh. And the number one state to which people are moving, according to U Haul, uh, Tennessee. Now, what do most of these states have in common? Oh, I figured it out. Uh, okay. I've got a guess. Yeah, go uh, ahead. No state income tax. Mm-hmm. Right? I know Florida, Nevada, Texas, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Who else was on that list? Ohio, uh, Arizona, Colorado. Missouri. No, never mind. There <laughs> so goes that's my not the one. There goes my theory. They're yeah, warm. They're in the south, most yeah. of them. Uh, most of them. Many yeah. of them are. Than, Ohio, though, isn't. Colorado, uh, Colorado yeah. isn't. Okay. But, but okay, there goes that theory, too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. They um, they have good college football teams. Uh, many of them do. Okay. Yes. yes. Yes, many of them do. Right. Uh, Nevada might be the one exception there. I'm and, not sure they've got great uh, college football yeah, teams. Yeah, Colorado, too. All right, so there goes that theory. Uh, I don't know, you Pat. You might try Republican states. Oh. Uh, you might might try red states. Tennessee oh. is. Yeah. Uh, so Texas is. Florida. Yeah. Ohio. <laughs> uh, Arizona. Colorado. Maybe not. Yeah. So there's two that aren't. Missouri is. Mm-hmm. Nevada. Mm, mm, we could give it three. North Carolina and Georgia. So three out of the seven. Or three out of the ten. Are I not. I don't think Georgia knows seven out of ten. what the hell it is anymore. Uh, it seems to be That true. states. And they just voted in two right. Democrat senators, so maybe they're not as red as... Yeah. Okay, six out of the ten. Okay, so again, our theories maybe not the strongest, but we're onto something. <laughs> I'm going to take credit for six out of ten. All right? Yeah. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, if your dog is a little bit listless... Or maybe doesn't like their food. Uh, it's tough to get them to eat. Rough Greens is the way to go. First of all, it's got vitamins and minerals and a- antioxidants. Just really good for them. But secondly, dogs seem to love this stuff. Like I, I, I It's like uh, chocolate or crack to them. <laughs> <laughs> so sprinkle just a little bit of it onto your dog's food. It's a really healthy supplement. For some reason, they gobble it up when it's on there. Uh, and your dog will be happier, healthier, and a lot more active. Mine certainly has been um, since going on Rough Greens. Plus, she just loves the food now. She she doesn't eat it. She won't touch it uh, without the Rough Greens on it. So you can get the Rough Greens Jumpstart bag today for just fourteen ninety five, and see how this works in the life of your dog. Start the process of getting your dog healthier and happier. If you want to see your dog thrive again, just go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, historic day. The second article of impeachment uh, was delivered to the Senate yesterday. Yay! Yes. So... The Senate trial can begin any time now, and uh, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, to try to uh, convict 
the president who's already left office. And the current president says he, he wants us to have unity, but yet mm. also mm-hmm. says that this impeachment trial must go on. Well, because it's a super unifying gesture to uh, go ahead and impeach a non-sitting president or something. Something like that. <laughs> I yeah. guess. You know, that's isn't that what we're led to believe? Uh Nancy Pelosi tried to somehow work that in the other day when she was asked about its uh, unifying properties. Uh, it was tough to understand uh, because she's a lunatic. Uh, all right. Got some tweets here. Laura, Texas Lori D. White liberals who hate themselves already own California. Uh, just saying. Um, from Rowdy Introvert, obviously those white liberals need to set up a new country in some uninhabited land and name it Self-Loathing Stan. <laughs> Gotta like that. Self-Loathing Stan. Uh, Coffee Lover M, I wonder if I could scrape... I wonder if I could scrape by on $417,000 a year. I suppose I'd be willing to give it a try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what Dr. Too. Fauci is getting by on. Uh, we're about to start a GoFundMe page for him because uh, I'm, I'm quite frankly concerned. Quite, quite concerned. You gonna make a donation to that or just oh, set it up? Oh, you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Wow, I, I I didn't realize you cared about it. So oh much. my! You and Doctor Fauci, huh? You bet. Hmm. Spoiling duck? No, I don't have anything invested in vaccines. My wife and brother, however. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, that was a weird. He had a long laugh after Matthew McConaughey asked him that question before he finally said no. Kind of did. Do you have millions of dollars invested in a vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, no. I got uh, zero. I'm a government worker. Zero. I have a government salary. Yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> all right. Uh, just a teeny, tiny little government salary of $417,608. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all if I you're going to draw attention to your uh, boy. government salary, mm-hmm. it better not be 417,000, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I'm so over this guy. Oh, he's... And he's back, of course. course. And... That doesn't include any speaking fees. You know he's on the speaking tour. All of them are. All the elites go out and speak and get fifty thousand dollars per, or more than that. Um, you know if you're if you're really, really prominent, they'll pay you two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand per. But, but all these numbers you're throwing at me, not enough to invest in something. No. <laughs> no, Keith. Right. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, not a penny. Not a penny invested in those. <laughs> uh, from Dana Warning, four million government employees. I just learned why the government is so slow at doing anything. It's because they keep getting in each other's way. Yeah. And from Get Off My Lawn, as the deputy undersecretary to the junior vice chairman in charge of preventing bloated government. Yeah. I can assure you, we have this thing under control. I got it under control. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Right. <laughs> no problem here. Nothing to see here. Just move along, people. Mm-hmm. Move along. Hey, we posted this poll on Twitter at Pat Unleashed, what, an hour ago, maybe? Yeah. Which do you trust more right now? America's voting system or COVID vaccines? COVID va- vaccines <laughs> right now lead 78.4 to 21.6. That's fascinating. I thought it would yeah. be neck and neck, man. Nope. Huh. Nope. Everybody's a little concerned about the voting system right now. Yeah. A little concerned about that. 
should make a tweak here or there to it. Hey, I, I want to see, uh, just get your reaction to whether or not something is still funny. You know, something that came out a while ago that we all laughed. <laughs> good times. We all had a good laugh at. Should we warn and, the kids uh, before yeah, we oh, laugh definitely. anymore? Yeah, this is a little disturbing. Get your kids little, away from the TV. A little bit graphic. It's what's-her-face. Uh, Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Mm-hmm. And she's holding something that your kids probably don't want to see. Okay. Oh, there, look yeah. at that. There and is. there it is. Oh, that's a uh, there's the Trump. Bloody Trump. Bloody severed. Trump head. But now is it still funny when it's Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's funny, right? Oh, <laughs> what a great meme. This is still funny, right? Wow. Wow. Wow, indeed. What a poignant little meme that is because you know if this was just a standalone and somebody had just done this out of the blue for joe biden right oh it would be everywhere they'd be screaming bloody murder over it they'd have the uh secret service knocking on that person's door seriously immediately but it's still funny obviously obviously it's still funny (laughs) yeah it's still still a scream uh also twitter just (laughs) I love this story. Twitter flagged Amazon's mail-in post, you know, for their yeah for the vote that's going on in Alabama. Yeah, and they're saying that that's not that's not a good way to do it. We you got to vote in person because there could be fraud. Twitter flagged it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how about that? What did, what was their reasoning? The left eating its own. Did it say- uh, let me yeah, it did have the. Uh, let's see. I mean, you can't say it's false, you know, fake news. You can't say it violated mm. community standards. Um, no. Oh, is it? It it, uh, it it increases the likelihood of violence. It could incite violence. Something to that effect. It was about violence. I know that. I thought it was going to be flagged for look at our hypocrisy clause. <laughs> I wish. Oh my goodness. What a what a world. It's like. Eh. You know, it's like Charlton, old Chuck said. It's a madhouse! Mm-hmm. A madhouse! Exactly right. Exactly right. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Uh, Sheila H., people are moving to Texas because we have bad cath care. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. and I think it's a right for people to have bad care. <laughs> it's a right. And apparently, they're exercising that right in Tennessee. Tennessee. People are responding and moving there. That's great. Swank Think tweets, uh, how can they possibly call this Senate trial constitutional when the Chief Justice isn't presiding over it? Yeah, it's going to be uh, Leahy. Senator Leahy. Article 1, Section 3 states, the Chief Justice shall preside in lieu, they're just there's just a sitting Democrat senator at his place. It's ludicrous. Uh, Daring podcast tweets: Donald Trump will be the first impeached president convicted in the Senate, and will also have the first Senate conviction overturned by SCOTUS because they threw the constitutional rules out the window. Yeah, will they? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, will How they? I've got no faith in this Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. To do the constitutional thing here. Are you talking about that crazy right wing court? Yeah. That Donald Trump left us? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. 
with those crazy right-wing decisions Ooh. they're always making. <laughs> it's like, what are you, Gen- Genghis Khan? Yeah, yeah. Before you know it, uh, <coughs> women will be forced to uh, cover their faces on federal property. Oh, wait, they already are. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, but men too, so that's... Yeah, okay, don't ruin the joke, yeah, though. Okay. Come on, man. Yeah, sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep. So, yeah, that's great. Good times, right? Uh, we just got a, a note from uh, McKay Christensen that yeah. in Keene, North Dakota, it's 29 below zero. Yeah. And then we looked it up yep. and realized that McKay is a bald-faced liar. Yeah, why you do that, dude? Why you do that? Yeah. Don't do us like that. I mean, he sent me a it, screenshot. It's only 14 below. It's only 14. It feels like 29. Yeah, okay. That's wind chill? Yeah. Ah, please. I mean. Sissies. I scoff at 14 below. 29 below wind chill. I, sc- I, I spit at it. <laughs> And then it freezes Freezes, before it hits the ground. Oh, my gosh. I've been through that, actually. (laughs) Like, I spit once in Scottsbluff, Nebraska. It was so cold. Mm -hmm. And, like, literally 15 seconds later, I looked down on my jacket I was wearing. And apparently... Frozen? Frozen spit all over there? There there was no clearance. Mm -hmm. And apparently... Yeah. Oh, so gross. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you're enjoying your breakfast out there. Uh, But it's going to warm up. When the sun comes out, he says he's working in the oil field today. Don't worry about it, McKay. Sun comes out today, you're going to get up to five degrees. Above zero. Oh. Stop complaining. Oh, you're going to want to take your coat off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But that's global warming that we're global dealing with? Global warming. Because mm-hmm. didn't we learn earlier in the program, if you missed it, go back, check out the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Or on YouTube.com slash Pat Gray. And, and you'll find that the science says... Global warming. Global warming is causing the... It's causing the cold something. and it's causing the heat. Uh-huh. See, when the Arctic uh, gets colder, or no, I'm sorry, when the Arctic gets warmer, warmer. it causes colder s- cold snaps. <laughs> and the Environmental Defense Fund what? makes no explanation here. <laughs> it doesn't say it just squeezes off the cold air. It just makes no <laughs> so stupid. Plus, uh, global warming can increase snowfall. Also, it can decrease snowfall. Wait. Also, it can increase rain. And flooding. Wait, wait. But also, it can increase drought. Okay, is there so, any weather that occurs that doesn't involve the effects of global warming? No. No, because... It's a pretty day. <laughs> global warming is messing us completely up. What if it's just completely a 72 up. degrees 72 degrees and perfect? Perfect day. It's global warming. Because that never happens. When does that happen? Except in San Diego. If you live in San Diego, okay, yes, that can happen. But nowhere else. Okay. So it's global warming somewhere else when that happens. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. It's weird, but that's it's reality. What are you, a science denier? I'm t- you going to deny science? <laughs> just, yeah, there are two genders. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is that funny? Ridiculous. Where's my rim shot on that one? Huh? Yeah, right. Yeah, let me tell again. you funny. Okay, there, there's two genders. It's... <laughs> All right, Preston, uh, Pathead Wesley D. sent us uh, this reminder of the end of the Obama administration. I had forgotten about Obama saying this, uh, talking about a third term here. Like you had a a, a third term. Um, And I I used to say, Mm -hmm. you know what, if if I could make an arrangement where um, I had had a a stand-in, a front man, or front woman and, and they had an earpiece in and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking through the <laughs> stuff and then I could sort of deliver the lines but somebody uh, else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony uh, I'd be fine with that 
And then Joe Biden's <laughs> face pops up slowly in front of Obama. And that is perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. That was good stuff. And what a bizarre thing to say. Yeah, if I can be the puppet master behind the scenes, I'd love that. Well, yeah. Sure. Okay, well, yeah, that's great. Use your inside voice, man. Mr. Fascist, appreciate that. Uh Thanks a lot. Uh, I'm sorry, who was your mentor again? Oh, that's right, Frank Marshall Davis. Uh, uh, Communist. Communist. Mm -hmm. And uh, your parents, at least one of them, well, no, both of them were communists. Mm -hmm. And your grandparents? Uh, radical potential communists went to the little red church and they called it red church because not because of the color um, but because of communism thankfully though Mm -hmm. Barack Obama found a good church home in Chicago (laughs) yeah with the Marxist oh my bad yeah I don't know that he I don't know that Jeremiah Wright was a communist he's just a a radical Marxist and he admitted that he's (laughs) all about Marxism you bet so he had that. And then in, in college, he had the professors, the Marxist professors and feminists and, you know, the structural feminists. And uh, and what's his face? Oh, talking about Franz Fanon. Yeah, Franz Fanon. <laughs> in the, <laughs> in the, what was it? The, oh, gosh, what is that thing? Uh, it's just the, mo- of the bourgeoisie. Oh, shut up, Barack. Yeah. And, and, and the stru- structural feminists and... We were so badass. We sit around and we put our cigarettes out in the carpeting. Oh, that's cool. That's really good. All right. Let's elect you president because that, I love that. Love that whole thing. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Let me tell you about iTarget Pro. You know, a lot of state and local governments have been, have used the coronavirus to trample our constitutional rights, simultaneously defunding law enforcement while mobs and dangerous criminals roam free and get away with everything up to and including murder in some cases when the government can't or won't ensure your safety well self-reliance is the only option that's why iTarget Pro was invented to give law-abiding citizens a cost-effective way to train in the safety and privacy of their own home what happens is iTarget Pro has a laser bullet that replaces your actual bullet so the laser makes it safe obviously but it also shows you where your shots are landing on the target so it's really fun really cool uh high-tech stuff so you can get the the kids involved oh i love it yes awesome use it right there in your house yep and then you know you don't have to make trips to the range and worry about masking up and all that kind of crap no more expensive practice ammunition which is super expensive if you can even find it so just download itarget's proprietary app Load the laser bullet into your firearm and start training. iTarget Pro it comes in all the major calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Today, you can also save 10% plus get free shipping when you use the offer code pad at checkout. Uh, iTarget Pro, the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in one day. Makes a great gift for your patriotic Valentine. That's the letter I, then targetpro.com. Itargetpro.com. Offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, here's the 
Obama thing I was telling you about. I chose my friends carefully. In case you forgot. More politically active. Black students. Black students. The foreign students. Foreign. The Chicanos. Chicanos. The Marxist professors and structural feminists and punk rock performance poets. (laughs) We smoked cigarettes and wore leather jackets. Mm -hmm. At night in the dorms, we discussed neocolonialism. Wow, that's powerful. Sure. Eurocentrism. Right. And patriarchy. That's beautiful. When we ground out our cigarettes in the hallway carpet, yeah, we heard or it. set our stereos so loud that the walls began to shake. Uh, you're we a rebel, were resisting man. bourgeois society's stifling constraints. Too bougie. <laughs> what? I mean, bougie. You, how can you listen to that? And nobody did. How can you listen to that and think, man, that guy's cool. I want need to make him, him need him for president. Yeah. yeah really got to have him as president. And and something I never picked up on before was I chose my friends carefully. Anybody but white kids. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to mention that. Yeah, no whitey there. <laughs> and he chose his friends carefully, meaning I definitely made a point to exclude the whitey. I, I, <laughs> and then it was out of control that Glenn asked if he, I don't know, is this guy racist? <laughs> Come on! That and the, and the grandma thing. Yep. Whereas grandma was a typical white person. Wow. I just, I don't know. And yet this country, we, we have racist, we are a white supremacist country. Mm -hmm. Rejecting all things of color. Yeah. Yeah, right. That guy right there was elected not once. I was going to say, but twice, but really three times now (laughs) as he works through Biden. No. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's just a puppet master for Biden. Who's pulling the strings on Biden? Who do you think? Is it George Soros? Is it Barack Obama? Is it uh, Kamala Harris? Who is... I think it's Jill and Kamala. Jill and Kamala? Mm-hmm. Maybe huh. with a little assist from George Soros in there somewhere. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think there's a little cabal behind him, probably. Uh, and they are really excited that he's in there because they know he's not at peak performance. And he's essentially... A blank slate that they can just do whatever they want with. So, congratulations, America. That's what we have. That's great. Isn't that wonderful? Mm. Is it time to find a new home somewhere else in the uh, in the galaxy? You've got some sort of suggestion <laughs> for us? Well, humans could move to a floating asteroid belt colony in the next 15 years, according to one astrophysicist. I'm listening. There's no way we're ready for that. What? <laughs> Now more than ever, space agencies and starry-eyed billionaires have their minds fixed on finding a new home for humanity behind Earth's orbit, beyond Earth's orbit. Uh, Mars is an obvious candidate, given its relative close uh, proximity, 24-hour day and night cycle, and CO2-rich atmosphere. However, there's a school of spacefaring thought that suggests colonizing the surface of another planet, any planet, is more trouble than it's worth. But now, a new paper published January 6th um, offers a creative counterproposal. Mm. Ditch the red planet and build a gargantuan floating habitat around the dwarf planet series instead. Oh. You and I were just talking about that. And that could work off air. You know. Yeah. We were just saying, hey, that dwarf planet series. series yeah. That should build a... Mm-hmm. A, like a floating... Like thing thing huh. <laughs> yeah i remember that conversation yeah, the yeah. floating thing conversation. Floating thing. habitat i mean that's been in the stack for a while i i, I realized you probably forgot the conversation we had I, yeah i did yeah actually um but 
The paper hasn't been peer-reviewed yet, but uh, Finnish Meteorological Institute in Helsinki describes his vision of a mega satellite of thousands of cylindrical spacecrafts, all huh. linked, all linked together inside a disc-shaped frame that permanently orbits Ceres, the largest object in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. Oh, okay. Well, that's not a planet then. Ceres is a is not a. That's not a planet. Look at that. See, there, there's the, there's the, the, the thing, cylinder. The habitat. Thing. Yeah. Huh. So, how many can that accommodate? Oh, well, right here, <laughs> it accommodates up to fifty thousand people. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> and it can support an artificial atmosphere and generate an Earth-like gravity through the centrifugal force of its own rotation. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. Why series? Well, the average distance from Earth is comparable to that of Mars, but the dwarf planet also has a big elemental advantage. It's rich in nitrogen, which would be crucial in developing the orbiting settlement's atmosphere. So these cylinders are basically like the Truman Show. Uh-huh. Right? You're just in this, on the set, effectively, that looks like Okay. Yeah, so Earth. just created a, a place for you, uh, like an artificial atmosphere thing. So, so hold on. It would have to be pretty dang big. And how's it powered? And how do you get the material there to build it? And right. how do you build it once you get there? We're talking about 15 years from now? There's no way we could do that in 15 years. Yeah, where do you build that? Is it like a prefab home? You build it down here and like the middle of a desert? And then you drag it to series? Drag it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, then you move your... Then you take your rocket... You and put it in the desert, and you just kind of hitch it. It's like a, yeah. It's like when you when you when you when it's you, like a U-Haul, a trailer, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and you're just like, all right, you got it. Is it hooked up? All right, and takes off. Kind of awkward. This astrophysicist says my concern is that children on a Mars settlement would not develop to healthy adults in terms of muscles and bones. Uh. Yeah, that is a problem due to the low, uh, too low Martian gravity. Therefore, I searched for an alternative that would provide Earth-like gravity, but also an interconnected world. That's really interesting. Yeah, but what happens... I, I love these stories, but they never come to fruition. Yeah, and, and, and we like to laugh yeah. at them and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm grateful that there are scientists and people thinking like Dreaming, this. Dreaming, thinking, yeah. yeah. Because they're a lot smarter than me, so hopefully it can be done. But how do you power... Like, does it say how you get electricity... And water mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, is there a giant battery pack? And what happens when that runs out? Do you suffocate and all die? All 50,000 of you die in that big cylinder? No, somebody makes an earth run real quick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> who's who's, who's going to make an earth run and go back and get us some water? I went last and time. Some supplies. I know. The game's on. <laughs> like, the whole the season's on. I don't have time to run back to Earth. <laughs> I suggest we develop the nuclear powered uh, rockets before we do this because that cuts the travel time in half. Yep. Remember, they said if you did it uh, with nuclear power, you could get there in three months instead of six. So an Earth run would be a lot easier to make. Still, though, can you imagine three six months round trip every time you have to go back? I mean, if there's fifty thousand of you, then your number only comes up once, right? Yeah. And yes. why why do we have to make the if you're up there, you're up there. Make the people on Earth bring it to you and back, like an Uber, like a space Uber. Yes, Uber eats. Mm-hmm. SpaceX mm-hmm. stuff. Hmm. 
There's also a Harvard astronomer that believes alien tech is scattered throughout the solar system. I don't know where these guys are coming from. <laughs> Wait, now this one I want to hear. It's crazy. I want to hear this. <laughs> what now? Says if, if you if you could fly two billion miles in the direction of the Pegasus constellation and knew where to look, you'd find a thin, flat object about the size of a football field and up to ten times more reflective than the average comet. If you watched it for a while, you would notice that it's tumbling as it moves away from the sun, turning over and over, roughly every seven hours. This object passed the Earth in October 2017 as it began its return to interstellar space. Uh, it was identified by one astronomer, Robert Weirich, uh, as the world's most, with the world's most powerful camera, uh, the one in Hawaii. Mm. And they were really excited about it because it was the first time humans have observed uh, a, an interstellar object passing through our solar system. And how do they know it's interstellar? I don't know. Hmm. But at first, it was moving in such a way that they thought that it might be uh, controlled by some being. You know, okay. that it might be, there might be somebody in it and it might be a spacecraft. But I think they've decided since uh, it's not. Um. But others still think it is alien technology of some sort. And he said scattered about yeah. the galaxy? So that's one of the things what, that's scattered about the galaxy. Like, is my There's, cell phone, is that alien technology that's scattered about too? Because, hmm? I mean, there's, 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 that, there's that line of thinking as well. That, that cell phone technology well, came from aliens? That, that since, you know, we... Our technology has taken off so much mm -hmm. in the last several decades that the thinking is, you've not heard this, huh? Yeah, I, I that, have. Okay. Yeah, I have. That it all started in Roswell, New Mexico, where our... That we reverse engineered all this something stuff. Something like that. I, I, don't, I haven't looked now. enough into it. Yeah. But uh, I love how that story begins, though. You're like, if you were to fly out two billion miles, well, let me just get on the next... Flight to the <clears throat> right to Pluto. We do have things that have traveled further than that, quite a bit further. Uh, both Voyager vehicles, um, Voyager One and Voyager Two, have gone. First of all, they said gone beyond the solar system. Then we had that story just a week or two ago that it's not beyond. Neither one of them are beyond the solar system. We just had stories that said they were. They lied to us. They lied right to our face. Oh. Like that guy in uh, in uh, North Dakota there, right? This morning, telling us it was... 29 below, and it was only 14 below. It yeah. just feels like <laughs> yeah. minus 29. McKay, <laughs> Keene, North Dakota. <laughs> uh, right. Exactly right. Uh. All right. 888 Also, let me tell you that in response to the events of the last few weeks, Blaze Media is offering a $30 discount on annual subscriptions for a limited time. Mm. So if you're just listening to this through some device, uh, you can upgrade and watch it and watch this and all the other programs you love. Uh, now more than ever, it's important for our content to be seen and your voice to be heard and for you to show your support, really. BlazeTV.com slash Pat. You'll get $30 off your price right now. Yeah. BlazeTV.com slash Pat for 30 bucks off. Yeah, there's no offer code. You just go to BlazeTV.com awesome. slash Pat and it just says get $30 off. Click. And it's the greatest offer of all time. Yeah. Because the Blaze TV subscription is normally, I don't know, something like 
$85,000 a year, something. Yeah, I and, think that's the latest. And I think with this, $30 off, it's $69. $69. Yeah, so I mean... <laughs> that's a good discount and right that's, there. And that's good math skills, too. Mm-hmm. So $69, it, it works out to $0.18 mm-hmm. cents a day. 18 18 cents a day. Okay. And uh, get over there. BlazeTV.com slash Pat. By the way, did you see that last week they had another problem on another Spirit airline flight? You know, Spirit has had all these problems with uh, rowdy passengers and stuff. Um, uh, last summer, for instance, three women were physically attacked, or they physically attacked one of the airline employees oh. at the Fort Lauderdale airport. Are they trying to get a carry-on on board? Is that what? No, their flight was delayed, and so they were pissed, and they started attacking <laughs> some of the employees. I mean, that's what are you going to do? When your flight's delayed, that's what you do, right? You attack the employees. Well, I mean, if I'm sitting on the tarmac, uh-huh. how long? How long is the... Uh, I, I don't know that story at all. But they weren't I mean, sitting on the tarmac. Okay. Because those are unreasonable to make yes. people sit in stuffy... It is true. ...cylinders for And I can see where people hours. get a little huffy on that. Sure, but what, okay, so what's And then in on? October, a viral video showed a police officer tasing a female spirit passenger after she allegedly refused to wear a mask. Uh, I think we showed that one. Just keep eating, y'all. Um, on a spirit flight earlier this month, a woman reportedly punched a fellow passenger, a mother traveling with two young kids, after her kids kicked the back of her chair. <laughs> and now they've they've had uh, uh, yet another incident. Uh, passengers, uh, this is your captain speaking. We know you have a choice of where you're going to brawl before takeoff and we thank you for brutalizing our flight attendants here at spirit at spirit we understand you choose us because we're bargain basement <laughs> and we know that puts you a tad on the edge to begin with so thanks again for getting those frustrations out before takeoff if the three people tearing out our flight attendants hair will stop long enough to take their seats we'll be getting underway shortly Again, we know you have a choice when it comes to bargain basement, crappy, uncomfortable air travel, and we thank you for choosing to riot here at Spirit. <laughs> there it is. You, have, you ever flown Spirit? Yeah. Uh, yes. It sucks. Yes, it does. Now, yes. I don't condone the violence, but the frustration is understandable. But you're right, though. <laughs> I mean, you went with the bargain basement, so you're already on edge. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody on yeah. this flight has money troubles, so <laughs> we know you got um, on board angry to begin with. Uh, yep. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.